episode 35 of the VGK Daily is a series celebrating episode as the Golden Knights outlast the Chicago Blackhawks 4-3 in game five at a four games to one win advancing to the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs for the first time since year number one which the Golden Knights advanced all the way to the Stanley Cup final so this is the first step in getting back to that mark and uh, trying to overcome what they uh, the business that they left on the table in 2018. Uh, Darren Millard here in the VGK Daily Studio along with VGK analyst to Mike McKenna. It wasn't as easy as a one versus eight uh, is made out to be, but it was a win nonetheless for the Golden Knights who had to overcome a little bit in games four and five. Quite a few one goal games. I think it speaks to the parity of the NHL at this point. Even though the Blackhawks were a lower seed, a number eight, not a team that was really in contention to make it into the 16 teams that traditionally make the playoffs, they had a lot of talent. And during the pause, they were able to take that time to heal up for their older players to take some of those miles that were on their body and take those miles off and recover. And the younger players got bigger, stronger. Uh, I found it to be a very compelling series at times. You know, it, it was fun to watch, and really both teams performed well. It was uh, topsy turvy game number five, down two nothing again for the second straight game, uh, but get a big goal from Max Pacioretty late in the first period, then trailed three two in the second period, uh, before having things all even up uh, going to the final frame. The decisive third period was a trend that we saw uh, throughout this series. But uh, Max Pacioretty on the scoreboard, Mark Stone uh, hits the hits the board for his fourth. Uh, Alec Martinez with a beautiful power play goal and Alex Tuck with a series clinching goal. There was uh, a lot happening throughout uh, that uh, goal scoring uh, spread out throughout the lineup. There's a lot of heroes in the game. And you can even go deeper in the lineup. The pass Riley Smith made to Martinez, the two assists Will Carlson had. That was a big game for him. He really needed to break out and have a couple. He only had one ass- or one goal in the series against the Blackhawks prior to Game 5. He needed that, and he was great. So when you look to your best players to have strong games, they got that up and down the lineup. It was great to see Alex Tuck driving the net and making that goal happen. It wasn't a gift. His game winner was because he worked hard, got his feet moving, and drove to the net. It's great to see for him. Now known Marcia as the so with the pass too. Marcia yeah. So tosses it up the ice. Communication, you can tell, was going on. I mean, think about Mark Stone's goal. Everybody touched the puck. <laughs> you know, I mean, it takes a bounce off of their defender, but they're they're going back and forth in the zone. The Blackhawks' heads are spinning, and of course, it ends up in the net finally, and it's on off Mark Stone's blade. Should mention that they got Paul Stastny back last night uh, for the Game Five victory. That put Chandler Stevenson uh, in the middle on the fourth line, and uh, Reeves and Carrier. They were so ex- uh, exceptional and uh, impactful throughout the series and uh, that line specifically was uh, was really good as as well uh, penalty killing from Chandler Stevenson was awesome and it was a, it was a game in which they outplayed Chicago again and got some uh, rewards for their work this time yeah the I wouldn't call the first period great by any stretch defensive breakdowns were there turnovers things that they could correct by the second period it started to happen Mark Stone said in his post game presser that I felt like we had it when I scored. That's when I felt like they, or when Pacioretty scored, I, I, excuse me there, and then Stone scored early in the second period, and that's really where he felt it. Stevenson was outstanding all over the ice, slides right into that fourth line between Carrier and Reeves. It's funny that we talk about this often. I mean, you and I did even on the pre-show that 
whoever goes between those two on the in the Golden Knights lineup has done a great job. The depth of the Golden Knights at that position. Stevenson's been excellent there. Nick Waugh's been great. Tomasz Nosek, when he's called in, has done a nice job. We go on down the Patrick list. Brown. Patrick Brown draws in, scores a goal, a bunch of hits, plays like a pit bull, Max Pacioretty calls him. Man, it's it's scary when a team's that deep that you're putting people in the stands that have done an excellent job. Alex Tuck uh, with uh, his fourth goal of the playoffs, and uh, what a beauty, as you described it, uh, taking the puck to the net. Uh, he was uh, uh, receiving plenty of compliments uh, after the game. So you'll hear from Pete DeBoer about Alex Tuck uh, being the hero, and then Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone on the, the game and how it went back and forth. Pacioretty with that big goal with 30 seconds to go in the first period to give the uh, Golden Knights some confidence. So here is DeBoer, Tuck, Pacioretty, and Stone on the Game 5 win and the series victory over the Chicago Blackhawks. Well, he's impossible to stop when he has that attitude, that attack attitude that he's had, uh, I think, the entire series. Um, you know, he, he could have had four or five goals in this series, so it was nice for him to finally bang one in there. Um, but he, he stuck with it, you know. He, uh, he had a little bit of... Uh, poor puck luck around the net with some of his shots. Like I said, I thought he could have had a few more goals in the series, but he, he was dangerous the entire series. And uh, every time he touched the ice, I thought he was a handful for, for them to contain. And when he's playing with that kind of edge and, and with his speed and size, he's, he's a real hard guy to handle. Now Tuck gets the lead pass, put it on goal save, rebound, score! Tuck tapped it in! Vegas takes a 4-3 lead. Alex Tuck just wouldn't stop. Through the left circle, he put it on goal. Crawford made the save. It was not a big rebound, but it was trickling in the blue ice, and Alex just jammed it home. Vegas has its first lead of the day. Uh, it was a great play by uh, Marshall there. Uh, we caught him on a change. I guess both teams were changing. I just tried to jump off the bench and uh, get my legs going and get a puck to the net and get a lucky bounce. But... Um, the overall win is huge for our group. Uh, not having to go back and play another game, I think, gives us a lot of time to rest and recover and get ready for our next opponent. Pacioretty centered, just missed Stone. Out high, McNabb shoots, side of the net, Pacioretty scores! Max Pacioretty answers back for Vegas. His first goal of the postseason in his fourth game. Obviously the best I felt since I come, came back. Um, you know, jumping into a playoff game after five months isn't always uh, the easiest situation, but, you know, playing with some really good players and um, our team is uh, pretty dialed in right now. So it makes it a lot easier to jump in and feel better about your game. And I know uh, I had some work to do after my first three definitely weren't, weren't the best of my career, but like I said, being able to find ways to contribute and um, it's a lot easier when you're playing along guys like uh, Stoney and the X Factor here. Knights get the puck, here's Pacioretty, drop pass, shot, save, rebound, Carlson, another try, score! Mark Stone, tie hockey game! The top line has two goals. Absolutely, I think there's what, 30 seconds left in the period. Um, going in, down one is way better than going down, down, down two, obviously, so. Um, gave us a little bit of momentum. It's a great play by McNabb to kind of set it up at a good forecheck, um, put pressure on the defense and, and got the goal. Um, and we were able to come out strong in the, um, in the second, I think yeah. when I scored, I kind of felt, had that feeling that, uh, you know, we were dialed in and, and getting it back and, um, and we give up a, a, a goal and get one right back in the power play. The great play from 
Smith and Martinez, and from there on in, I thought we controlled the majority of the play. That first goal at the end of the period was a huge goal, and you know that was our, our uh, you know, some of our core guys stepping up at the right time, uh, Stone and Patch, and uh, I think Naber made the play on it. So, um, you know, I think uh, you need that at this uh, if you're going to get to this point of the uh, year in the playoffs and your best players have to be your best players. And I thought that was the case tonight. I thought that line uh, really found their game tonight. Patch, you know, was coming off a, a layoff and an injury. I thought he looked like himself tonight. And, and uh, you know, that line was, was dangerous for us uh, all night. It was nice to win. Um, you know, they're, they're a, a persistent team. Uh, I thought, uh, uh, their core players that have multiple Stanley Cups, Taves, Kane, Saad, Keith, uh, and Crawford, I thought, uh, you know, really played well uh, as the series went on. And, and uh, you know, uh, we were glad to to get it over with tonight because they, they weren't going away quietly. They made us earn it. And, uh, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a hard fought hockey game. We got in that hole early. And, uh, you know, I, I just like how we've responded to adversity, you know, whenever it's appeared during this uh, playoff. Uh, we've been behind in games. There's no panic. Uh, we stick with it and, and grind away and, and find a way to get rewarded. A business-like celebration on the ice, just like what we would expect from a team that has high, high expectations and that this is the beginning of a journey. The goal is to win the Stanley Cup, not the first round. But you have to win the first round first before you mm -hmm. can win the Stanley Cup. So, I mean, it, it looked like there was more of a sense of relief in some ways from the Vegas Golden Knights. Sure, they're happy to move on and beat a team. But they're also happy to get some rest and have a new opponent as well. They were supposed to beat the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks put up a fight. It was a good series. The Golden Knights got some lessons out of it. They lost a game. They had to persevere through things. Uh, but you could just sense, we're ready for round two. Let's get this going. And, and truly, like I, I've been on deep runs before, and things don't really kick into gear by the time you get to a conference final. And then you win that series and you're going to go play for a championship. And that's when everything, you start to really see that jubilation come out. So yeah, business-like, but for sure, they're going to enjoy this. They'll go back, get some rest, and hopefully have a day or two here to be able to enjoy one another. One player that was really happy to see the uh, last of the Chicago Blackhawks uh, was Robin Leonard, who outduels his former team. Uh, nobody saw that uh, coming the, after the trade deadline and the deal with that sent Leonard from uh, Chicago to Toronto and then uh, to Vegas, but uh, facing his former team and uh, he called it awkward at the start and uh, the handshake line was emotional uh, for Robin Leonard, but it was a, a series in which he picks up three of the four victories for the Golden Knights and is able to lock it down in uh, a set that was uh, unpredictable at times. Uh, here is the Golden Knights goaltender and his head coach talking about the series win. Doc left wing to the Vegas zone. Theodore reached in, now to Brinkett. Feeds the middle and Murphy shooting. Glob save! Oh, wow! Robin Letter comes out and challenges Connor Murphy and grabs it without flinching. I've been following what everyone's saying uh, with this series, and people are widely underestimating the Blackhawks. I mean, you look at the pedigree of that team and the players they have, and uh, 
you know they're they're some world class players and uh, you know they're good at countering. They they didn't have much shot, many shots and much zone time, but uh, you know they're good at capitalizing on their chances and they have a lot of skill and they made it hard for us. But uh, I thought we we played really well uh, the last few games. We really took took over and you got to give some credit to to Crawford. Crawford kept them in the game. He it was unbelievable today in the first period. Um, and uh, no, it's, it was a good series for us. This was a huge win for for our team. It felt really nice uh, for me to close this out because uh, it's uh, it's a bit weird playing your old teams, uh, especially that group. That group is a hell of a group. They treated me really well. Uh, got a lot of friends on that team. Uh, and uh, no, uh, all but love for that organization, but a uh, huge win for us. And I thought it was a really good series for us to move forward here. I was right behind him and, uh, you know, some of the, the comments to him, you know, really were, were filled with respect and admiration, you know, for his journey and where he's going and what he's been through. And, you know, there was a genuine, you can tell when, when, when a, an ex-teammate is, is talking to, to, to guys he played with, you know, whether, whether it's genuine or not. And it was genuine across the board there. So he made a real impression on those guys, I think, even though he was only there for, for less than a year. I thought he found a way to win us games. And uh, Chicago's a tough team to play against. They create, like I said at the beginning, those guys, those core guys create offense uh, out of nothing. And they've been doing it for, for 10 years. They stretch the ice and they create room for for uh, um, each other and they, they delay and they find people coming late. Um, you know, they've got a unique style of, of play when you put them up against the other teams in the NHL and they do it really well. And, it, and it's hard, you know, to keep them from, from getting good looks and they don't need a lot of looks in order to stick some pucks in the net with some of the guys that you're talking about there. So it's a tough series for a goalie to play in and, uh, you know, I thought he battled and, and, and scratched, and especially with the way Crawford was playing at the other end, I think it, you know, it wasn't an easy series for either of our goaltenders, and I thought they both performed really well. Pete DeBoer went back to Robin Leonard for Game 5 when there was some speculation, some of it by us, uh, about whether or not uh, he would uh, start Marc-Andre Fleury. And Leonard came through with a winning performance. He made the save right before Alex Tuck went down and scored the go-ahead goal in the third period. Big moment for the Golden Knights. If that puck goes in, even if the puck doesn't come off his pad and end up on a teammate's stick, I mean, this may be different, you know. Uh, and, and he did it, though, with somebody crashing into him. So you have to have the guts to stand in there knowing you may get hit to make that save. To me, that's Robin Leonard to a T. He's not afraid of anything. Um, and he persevered through earlier in the game, getting run over by Highmore. Big time. It uh, came throughout. Came out of that unscathed, no problem. But it was. I, it wasn't a goalie duel this series. It, it, the goalies at times were the headline, with Crawford being outstanding in Game Four, with Mark Andre Fleury stealing a game, with Robin Leonard playing well and steady and accumulating wins. But it was a high-scoring thing. So uh, Robin Leonard did everything he needed to do, and ultimately getting the wins is the most important thing. He came right back from um, from a Game Four performance where you know allowed a goal he didn't like. Mm. He was upset with that. He didn't see anything about that in Game Five with his game. It took five games, but uh, offensively, 
And uh, on the goaltending side of things, uh, the Golden Knights appear to have hit their stride, and now they get uh, the reward of a few days off, uh, waiting for their opponent to be determined for the second round. Uh, gives us an opportunity to enjoy this ourselves. You want to go celebrate? Let's do it. Okay, uh, we will go uh, celebrate <laughs> on this off day following last night's big win by the Vegas Golden Knights, 4-3, uh, come from behind uh, victory over the Chicago Blackhawks and winning in five games. Pete DeBoer wins his first series as head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, who are now 7-1 inside the bubble, the first team to advance to the second round of the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs. So we'll be here throughout the, the time period in which uh, we wait for the second round to begin to keep you up to date on what's happening in the land of the Vegas Golden Knights with VGK Daily, the podcast.